Um, last weekend I was in the Faroe Islands and uh, doing a conference up there. had a great time. And uh, that was all about freedom. And do you know people never get tired of being set free from oppression? Broadly speaking. So, um, and what I hadn't realised about the Faroe Islands so much, I, I knew they'd, they'd had some engagement with the Second World War. And last weekend, obviously, they had the, the 75th anniversary of D-Day celebrations going a lot. And actually, Kim and I uh, woke up on Thursday morning in the Faroe Islands, um, which was the 75th anniversary of D-Day. And uh, I'm going to show some photographs. Um, actually, let's do that now. Got, got those folks. Anybody know who he is? I don't know his name. What I do know is that 75 years ago, on the 6th of June, he parachuted out of a plane to land in enemy-occupied territory to bring freedom. He was willing to risk his life, along with many others, to bring freedom to a continent. And 75 years on, he parachuted back in. Tandem. And I've got some pictures of that. This is, this is a picture of parachutists. Now, this is the modern day picture, and all these parachutists here. Just, I think, looking back, and I think they might have thought, that's really what it's about to be part of a parachute regiment. I know they, they do amazing things around the world but now, but actually, too. And I want, want you to imagine what it was like for that guy, American guy. Is it, are there any other, got any other photos that work? I think we're probably just those two, isn't it? I'm just thinking about that guy. As he, as he fell out of the plane Thursday last week, what did he remember? Because you know, he, he landed in freedom. He, he, you know, no worries about somebody trying to shoot him. Uh, he landed to celebration, actually. He landed in, in one sense into glory. But 75 years ago, it was a very different story where he, with all his colleagues, landed. You know, their, their, their greatest peril was before they landed, actually. It was in the air, wasn't it? Because they were, they were vulnerable. And I would have thought, 75 years on, he would have celebrated what his endeavours achieved across the continent of Europe. Yeah? He landed in free territory. He landed in a, a Europe that has managed to create a future from the depths of darkness. Yeah? And I think he would have been proud of what he did. And I've been watching a few of the bits on the TV since I've been back from the Faroe Islands. I can't help but get emotional about it. I think actually that's what the price that people paid for freedom. Okay, Steve, you can turn that one down. If you can bring up Galatians 5, verse 1. And... Um, Again, we're going to be looking at Galatians in a lot more detail um, over the next coming months. It's, I've talked about it for many years as, as the, the battle for freedom. And um, says, Jesus said this, or it says this about Jesus. It was the freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not allow yourselves, do not let yourselves be burned again by a yoke of slavery. And um, I want to sort of t- take you further on an understanding of that today. Um, because the book of Galatians also talks about the battle for the truth of the gospel. The gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ is, 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 is about freedom. And if we don't understand it properly, we won't preach it properly. And so I want to do something today to try and help you understand. This is something that God uh, gave to me a few weeks back when I was in Holland. And there's a sort of illustration. And I think it will help you. 
Uh, I'm excited about it, so, but I'm going to need your help, okay? So, um, <coughs> so let's see. Apparently, I need to use one of the other pens. The pen I used in the first meeting was a bit dull. So tell me if you can read this. So, right. No, that's not great, is it? I need a nice bright. Do you think better work? Yeah. Think it work? Let's see. Free. Free. From. Jesus paid a price on the cross to enable you to be free from what? Sin? Guilt? Death, there we are. Right, I'm just going to talk about Roy for a moment. Whoa, what a guy, Roy Johnson. My word. <clears throat> Most Sundays, I used to come in and I would find Roy, <clears throat> this before the meeting started, at the front here, kneeling, lost in worship with God. He didn't need music. Didn't need anything else. He had worship in his heart. Many of you wouldn't have noticed him much apart from, oh, he was that guy. <coughs> that guy lived an extraordinary life of worship, dedication, devotion. And in ways that I can't, I'm not free to explain to you, actually lived an extremely sacrificial life to enable Eastgate to be what it is today. He played a fundamentally important part in us becoming a beachhead for freedom. And what I die right now is that he's still there. <laughs> he's got a better view than us right now. <laughs> Our view's not bad, but his view's better. He's face to face right now. And, uh, and I thought, actually, he hasn't passed away, has he? He's passed up. And it's sad for us and his family, obviously, but actually, I, think, I just can't get my... This is the image I'll have of Roy forever. That's our eternal destiny, isn't it beautiful? So we're free from death. Amazing. Okay, what else are we free from? Sickness. Oh, there we go. There's a controversial one, but it's true. You have to explore some of this stuff whether you really believe it. What else? Fear. fear. Good. Thank you. Fear from fear. Free from fear. Yep. Anxiety. Wow. Pushing the boundaries there, Catherine. Condemnation. Excellent. Condemnation. Shame. Let's have that guilt. Shame. Poverty. Sickness, got sickness up, yeah, good, put, put, we'll put another one by it, I'll see, it's obviously popular being from, yeah. fallenness, oh, performance, oh, okay, yeah, you're saying performance, yep, we're not performance driven, pain, let me part that one for a moment. <laughs> Free from the law. Yeah, there we go. We're free from the law. How about free from being victims? Free what? Free from hell. There you go. How about that? That's not bad. Death and hell. That's good news. I didn't catch that one. 
Oppression, brilliant, yes, oppression. <laughs> you enjoying this? You should be. You're worried I'm going to fall off the stage. You don't need to worry. We're free from worry, all right? So. <laughs> free from worry. Free from worry. <laughs> How about inequality? Free from inequality. I like that. That's cool. Are we all equal in Christ Jesus? All seated with him in heavenly places. That's beautiful. Suspicion. How about free from suspicion? Is that good? I think it's okay. Sam thinks it's okay. Suspicion. Okay. What else? Keep going. Keep going. Yep, got that one. Thank you. Well, I think we got that one. <laughs> Put a, it's obviously popular, getting free from condemnation. Yep, good. Bondage. Okay. Got my crib sheet here. Would you be more comfortable, Catherine, if I move that back on it? No, that, that's just... That's called wisdom, isn't it? That's, your risk assessment was... I want to put this one down. The need for priests. Oh, that, see, that got you probably thinking. Yeah. It's worth thinking about this stuff. It gets you going. Need for priests. Okay, just tell you a quick story about that. Early, really early days, actually literally the first weeks that I was leading the church, um, and the guy got born again, and he was, actually his, his church experience background was in the more traditional churches, and he was born again in our church, and then he was, and he said, look, and he came to me after a couple of months, he said, look, when can I take communion? I said, whenever you like. He said, no, 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 when can I take communion? I said, Okay, whenever you like. No, no, he said, no, 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 no. When can I take communion? I said, oh, are you, are you asking me, will I give you communion? I said, no, won't. You don't need a priest. I'll take communion with you. You do it whenever you like. Do it by yourself, by your, on your own with Jesus, family, whatever. It's not priest. John said, you don't need a priest. You don't need somebody standing between you and God to could give you. Uh, how about false humility? That's a big one. I tell you, we are well practiced at false humility. We'll come to that later. How about misery? Some of you are not convinced about that one. I, 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 I think that's really good news, being free from misery. Misery. What else we got? Uh, how about disabled by disappointment? I want to tell you, you're not free from disappointment because things are disappointing, but you don't, you're not held by it and you're never disabled. You can be disabled by it, but if you are, then something's wrong. Okay? Okay, how are we doing? So bored by disappointment. Okay. That's not a bad list, is it? Just see if there's anything else I need. No, I do. Jesus paid the price for you to be free from that. Okay? 
that good news? Okay, is that the end of the good news? No. no. The good news actually really comes over here. Can I put this over here? Let's keep Catherine a bit happier. A bit more okay, so you are free to be. Okay, what are you free to be? Yourself. How about that? Well, wow. how about that? Yourself. Unique. Okay. Full of joy, joyful. We're looking for another pen, are you? That one's a bit better, is it? Peaceful. Oh, yeah, that, that's better. No. Joyful, peaceful. Eternal. There you go. How about that? Woo. Live forever. Powerful. Thank you. Powerful. Which one? Peaceful. Yep, like that one. Free to be blessed. Absolutely. How much blessing can you receive? How much have you already received? You have received every spiritual blessing. Okay. Holy. There we go. Holy. Righteous. I'm going to put that one down. Righteous. Anointed, brilliant. Like it. Direct relationship with God. Excellent. Oh, I like that. Yes. God. Excellent. Prosperous. Good. Yep. Put that one up there. Heirs, there you go, prosperous, heirs. You get the idea, if you can't read it all, don't worry, you get the idea. How about glorious? <laughs> glorious, what are we, glorious children of God. So we're glorious children. Loving, loved. Loved and loving. Go on out there, Jeff. Powerful's up there, yep. Mean up again. Powerful's popular. Victorious, thank you. Victorious, yeah. What's that one? Influa. So influential, brilliant. Influential. Desired. Yep. Creative. Good. How about free to dream? Creative. Free to dream. Woohoo. Full of purpose? You have a purpose, you do. Purposeful. Significant. Significant and purposeful. Yeah, commissioned. That probably goes along with anointed, doesn't it? Right, I'm starting to run out of room. Got a few more space. In- intentional. Yeah, I like that. Intentional. Powerful and intentional. So you get to make some good choices, don't you? Yeah. 
in the presence. That had to be, that had to be Mr. Steele who said that, wasn't it? Celebrated? Yeah, you're free to be celebrated. Oh, I like all this. Royalty. Royalty. Woohoo! Now, are we royal priests? How many of us are royal priests? Right, okay. What you're not is somebody else's priest. <laughs> How about hopeful? Hopeful. Adventurous? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say. Forgive me if I don't get every one of them there. How about the light of the world? That's dark, remember? So this is light. I'm going to put that. Free from dark. Free from darkness. Whatever. That's a big, that's an overall. Back to here, joyful. Free to be light. I think I've got joyful, but I'll put it. Yep. Happy to be more joyful. Brave. Okay. We could keep going, because that's actually a never-ending page. Because this is the eternal, infinite reality. Okay. So Jesus died to set you free from this. Free. Freedom. He set you free to be free. Is that good? So where do we live? Hopefully over here. Okay. Now I want you to imagine that this is the cross. Okay. <clears throat> Jesus paid the price on the cross for us to be free from that. If you're listening on the tape, <clears throat> the from that is on the left-hand side. <clears throat> I'm free to be all of this and keep on walking. Yeah? Listening on the recording on the right-hand side. So what what's really important <coughs> is to make sure we don't deny this reality. Because who's going who's gonna to try and keep us locked in to the lies of this previous existence? We have an enemy. An enemy. Why, why is he trying to capture us back here and so enslave us? Because that's what it says. Don't allow yourself to be enslaved. Enslaved to what? Enslaved to living here. It's not just sin, it's, it's attitudes, it's, it's, it's thoughts. And one of the biggest ones I was just to is false humility. I'm really hitting this wherever I go at the moment. False humility basically says, oh, I'm not powerful. Oh, I'm, I'm not significant. Oh, I'm not sure I'm loved. I'm not really glorious. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Once you decide you're not that, you actually do become something. So the denial of that it means you live in this. So if you think you're not powerful, you, you're powerless. Yeah? See, over here, <coughs> you are righteous. Now, so I want to just again briefly touch on that one. So where does forgiveness sit in this sort of graphical analysis? Where does forgiveness sit? Any ideas? Yeah, I, it sits right here at, at the cross. This is where Jesus paid the price to be forgiven of all that past in order to do that. Which is why actually, this isn't, you're not free to be forgiven over here because you already are forgiven. Well, that's, that's extraordinary. 
So you're forgiven from that stuff. That, that happened. Jesus paid the price for all of that. So, so forgiveness, now this is strange. Because, well, I, I feel like I need to be forgiven. All of it is gone. Past, present and future. Doesn't mean to say you can't make bad choices. Because we have choices to make, don't we? And you know what? You can make some bad choices. Which is primarily to live over here. Okay, so next question on this. So where does temptation sit in this graphical? It sits in your mind, that's for certain. I would suggest to you it sits right here. The temptation is for you to choose to live there in your mind. The the temptation is always the battle in your mind to live in this place of slavery and denial of what is done. Now, what the Bible says, Romans 3, verse 23 says, all have sinned and fallen short of what? Glory of God. So what's this over this side? Glory. You're glorious over here. Temptation (coughs) is designed to take you back into a place where you don't live up to your glorious destiny. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could put free from temptation on the list. But it's not true. Not this side. Of Roy is now enjoying existence free of temptation. But this life, I, I have to overcome temptation. Now, what the Bible says, it's beautiful, this, that if you walk in the Spirit, then you won't indulge effectively sin. So, I would suggest to you that a lot of teaching in the past in Christianity has has asked you to sit at the foot of the cross. Yeah? Primarily sit here and look backwards. And being grateful that you've been set free from that stuff, okay? That, That is an aspect of Christianity, but that's not Good news. That, that keeps you focused. On, and what, that, what Christianity then becomes is a sin avoidance program. Rather than a glorious life to live. Now the Bible says if you live in the spirit you won't indulge the desires of the sinful nature. Which means the further you go on in this direction the more you live in this the less that is attractive. And the less that has a hold on you. So the other side of things is that, that some of these things, some of you say, ah, I've really struggled with this stuff. I'm not free. Well, then you've got a stronghold. Yeah? Strongholds are designed to keep you captive in this place where you don't live to your full Christian potential. And, and strongholds are, are, are mind, they're mindsets. Okay? Now, how do you demolish strongholds? The Bible tells us. You demolish strongholds by taking every thought captive. And what you bring, in, and it says, captive in obedience to Christ. This is, this is Jesus' destiny for you. He didn't set you free from that to leave you looking, gazing at it and the cross forevermore. He set you free to live in this. Now, the reason I'm talking about this, this is the mission that we're on on planet Earth. Because it's really important, okay? So. <clears throat> Romans 8, verses 20 and 21 says this, 
The creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself, that's it, the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay. Is there any doubt that our world has problem with decay? Decay put in. And there's moral decay, there's social decay, there's just physical decay, there's, you know. So the creation will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. Or in the, the that's the um, NIV. In the New Living Translation, it talks about the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death, death and decay. Isn't that beautiful? The whole creation is looking forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> the whole of creation is looking forward to joining us here. That's the gospel. Come over here. What's the problem? If we live over here. We don't have the gospel. Well, we have a very limited one, which isn't very appealing. Yeah? Hmm. Okay, so another question is, where does repentance sit? (laughs) Where does repentance sit in this graphic? It's going to get you thinking, this one. Well, I, I think it sits over here. Because actually, repentance is, 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 is actually changing your mind in line with the light of who God is, what he says. Now, that is an ongoing revelation. Yeah? So how many of you had to relearn Christianity on a continual basis? You think, I thought I knew it. No, I don't. Why? Because God is revealing more of him. This is an infinite and eternal reality. You get it sorted in your brain, and then, blame me, he goes and reveals something else, and you've got to learn something else. That's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's glorious. What is amazing, isn't it, is how many people find slavery attractive. It is extraordinary. Remember, the Israelites come out of Egypt and say, nah, good over here, I've got cucumbers. I still think that's one of the funniest verses in the Bible for me. But they say, hey, let's go back over there. It was really good over there. Really good over there. You think that's what religion does to you. This is where religion is. God, it's really good over here. Do you know why, why this is appealing? Less responsibility. This, this takes responsibility over this side. You've got to make choices. Good ones. You know, you, you, you live up to this glorious calling. Like I've said earlier on, Christianity is not a sin avoidance program. It's a glorious life for you to live in all its fullness. Yeah? How much? Jesus has given you life in all its. Well, it starts to look pretty full, doesn't it? And that's not it. It gets fuller and fuller because he's got more to reveal to you. That is a beautiful life to live. 
there is a massive battle on for freedom. And God's revealing stuff. I think he's landing his paratroopers in enemy territory right now. Because when people are locked in this, they're locked in darkness. Jesus said he came to set the captives free, to release the oppressed. One of the things I want to say is that the real problem is that this line between freedom from and freedom to be can be patrolled by priests. The job of leaders is not to keep you dependent but keep on looking back. It's to release you into the glorious freedom of the sons of God. That's what, that's what leadership's about. Leadership's not about controlling people, controlling their destinies, controlling their choices. It's actually trusting them with freedom. This is trust over here. Trust is a massive thing. You're free to trust over here. And it's risky. Okay, last scripture. Matthew chapter 10. Verse 5, it says this. These 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. Okay, now, that's interesting in, in itself because Jesus is de- defining the parameters of their mission at that moment in time. That was not the end of the mission, was it? The end of the mission was the end of the earth. But actually, at that moment in time, he said, this is, this is it. This is your bit to do right now. Okay? It's, it's important you get clear of the bit that we're to do right now, but not think that's the end. I, I honestly believe that Eastgate has actually done a bit of the mission that God gave us to do ten years ago. And it's now time to break out of that to the next thing. Okay, we've done well. But now, because remember, Jesus had to work really hard to get them to break out of this, you know, you know, to get him to go to Cornelius' household, pictures, you know, Peter's on the roof and come down and eat anything you like. No, 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 not going to do that. I'm a good Jew. I'm a good Jew. I'm a good, I'm a good Christian. I don't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, No, God wants to break us out, and I think he is. Now, as we go, as you go, proclaim this message. What? The kingdom of heaven has come near. What happens, if you live over here, whenever you go somewhere, the kingdom of heaven has come near. So, you know, it, it's not an idea, it's you. You are the embodiment of the kingdom of heaven. So wherever you go, the kingdom of heaven has come near. And what you take with you is healing, glory, life, dreams, all that stuff. This is, this is, this is amazing. Heal the sick, raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Then this is the reminder. Freely you have received. How did we get all this stuff? Because Jesus paid the price. Freely we got it. He paid the ultimate price. That's what grace means. You get all this by grace. You can't earn it. If you try to, you'll be back in performance over here. That's not the gospel. But then it says, because you've received freely, now freely give. What will you give your life for? What would you parachute into enemy territory for? What would you give to gain ground and liberate a continent?
And what I want to tell you is, when we talk about money and the Eastgate Growth Fund, and we're going to take the offering, it'll be out the front here, you're free to give or free not to give. It's really important, okay? never want you to feel coerced to give. But I want you to think what you're doing with your life and the resources God has given you. What will you pour them into? Ultimately, our reward is in heaven, where Roy is right now. What you do with your earthly resources, I was going to quote Gladiator, remember? What you, what you do in life echoes through eternity. What you do with your money will echo through eternity. It's yours to give or not. It's a free choice. I've already given this morning. I won't tell you how much, but I want to give my life and my resources to this to bring freedom to planet Earth. This evening I'm flying off to South Africa. You can pray for me. I'm quite, I'm quite tired, to be honest. Um, I've been working hard. And there have been quite a lot of battles hitting the Carter household right now. Now's not the best time for me to be leaving the country. Um, but I'll fly off tonight, and you can pray for me. And I've got massive workload. I've got seven days on the trot speaking, doing conferences and stuff like that. But why am I going? Because I want to bring freedom. They've asked me to go and teach them about freedom, heaven in healthcare, bringing that into the world. It's, it's, worth, what, it's worth giving your life for this stuff. So I'm going to invite you to take part in an offering. The buckets, baskets will be at the front, and that's how we're going to close the meeting. We'll know more than that. But I'd like you to stand and pray with me, and then we can go and get your kids. <clears throat> this is not your last chance to give. This is an ongoing fund. It was well explained to you last week. If you've not listened to last week's message, brilliant, by Liz Smallwood, Joe Carter, Dave Stevens, absolutely phenomenal. So, Can we see ourselves as a band of brothers ready to drop out of an aircraft together? Parachute in to an elite territory. Jesus, we thank you. You paid the price for our freedom. And we have eternity to look forward to. And right now, we choose how to live our lives and where to live our lives. So we Thank you, we can live in glorious freedom, no longer in darkness. Father, I pray it help us to break any strongholds. And if you need any help with that, then we have, we have, we're there to help you. We've got stronghold issues, we've got the transformation center, we'll stand alongside you so that you can get free, free to live the life that God's got to you. If anything is holding you back, then please talk to us. Don't feel any sense of shame or condemnation. There isn't. Got anything hindering you, get help. So, Father, we just thank you for what you've done. And thank you for this mission that we're on together. And we choose freedom. Amen.